Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks. I am your host, and I am a life coach for men. I love helping men fully step into the authentic version of themselves so that they can truly thrive. And a significant block to doing that is nice guy syndrome. So this is a podcast about how to overcome your nice guy tendencies so that you can finally feel like yourself. Today, I am really excited. We have a juicy topic. This topic is how to ask for what you want. Here's why I want to dive into this today. One of the biggest themes that I see in my clients and in nice guys in general is they're constantly putting their needs last. They're doing so in a way where if I put your needs first, you'll validate me and then I get a hit of feeling good. And so if I put my needs last, then I constantly get to be in the position of claiming that I'm giving and giving and giving. Putting your needs last is actually selfish. And so many nice guys believe that the reason they're not speaking up or asking for what they want or advocating for themselves is because that behavior is selfish and that that will have them end up alone, like that will ruin their relationships. The truth is, if you are putting your needs last strategically so that you can get approval and validation from others by constantly overgiving, that is actually selfish. If you've listened to the last few episodes of No More Mr. Nice Guy, one of the things that we end up uncovering frequently is that what the nice guy is afraid of, he is already creating in his life. Example, a fear that many nice guys have is, well, I don't want to be an asshole. And so I'll just be extra nice, extra agreeable, and I'll just go with the flow and what everybody else wants to do. Because if I don't, and I state what I want, that makes me an asshole. Here's the truth. By not stating what you want, which ultimately creates resentment when you don't get what you want, and then that resentment seeps out in little ways left and right, that's what actually makes you an asshole. Nice guys often have sulking tendencies, snapping tendencies, giving the cold shoulder. They react out of their resentment, as humans do, but they're not seeing themselves as the source of having created their own resentment because they didn't ask for what they want. So let's dive in today around how do nice guys ask for what they want? How do they get what they want? But first, how do they even ask? I want to start by pointing out what is standing in the way of asking for help. Because there are some very real barriers that men come up against. And the first one is shame. We understand the common male socialization, which says don't ask for help because if you do, it reveals vulnerability and that makes you weak. Insert many jokes about men not being able to ask for directions. Shame is at the root of this block. 
what really is heartbreaking here is that what you're afraid others are thinking of you is actually what you already believe about yourself. Meaning, if you're afraid that asking for what you want may mean that someone will perceive you as weak, you're actually already believing that you are weak and you're just not wanting somebody else to see what you're seeing. The way this shows up is that men believe that asking is a sign that you can't do it on your own. And that implies that you're somehow less of a man and that's shameful. So not asking and withholding a request for support, withholding asking for what you want is an attempt to avoid feeling shame. Now I should add that humans dislike feeling shame. It is a very potent emotion. It makes us want to hide. It makes us disconnect. It makes us want to go inward. Humans will go to great lengths to avoid feeling this. Not asking for what you want is one way that we avoid feeling shame. However, a life lived in avoidance is not a life lived at all. When we can step up to the plate even if shame is present, and stand in our power, that is when we are most alive. And what I notice from the nice guys I've coached is they have a desire to feel alive. They know that they can, but they just have behaviors and some beliefs that are in the way. And so I want to name that shame is a big barrier that stands between nice guys, and actually asking for what you want. Another barrier is asking for help risks losing validation. The nice guy's drug is external validation. Anything that might risk him not receiving that drug is too big of a risk. Asking for what you want can feel like a risk because it puts your drug of choice on the chopping block. Living for social approval makes it really hard to ask for help because you're constantly scanning another person or a group for where they're at and putting a request for support on the table may jeopardize your standing in the group. This is actually completely a false premise, but I just want to name what's actually going on inside the brains of nice guys, which blocks them from actually asking for what they want. There's a fear that someone may judge you or tell you no, and that would cut you off from that validation that you need. The belief is that if you don't need anything or ever ask for what you want, then you can never get rejected. And that's a bullshit premise. That is one of the ways that our brain keeps us stuck. In this lifetime, we are never safe from rejection. Rejection is 100% going to happen to us. And if we are constantly building architecture in our lives to avoid it, all we're doing is caging ourselves in. Okay, the third way that I want to name that is standing between nice guys and asking for what they want is expecting help to show up without having to ask. Here's what I mean. The nice guy operates with covert contracts, 
covert contracts are unspoken and sometimes unconscious agreements that he makes with other people and the world to try to get his needs met without having to ask. For example, a nice guy does the dishes with the unspoken expectation that he receives appreciation. Or he stays late to finish the work project with the unspoken expectation that he'll receive public recognition for his efforts. He is in unspoken agreements with the world. So the block to actually powerfully asking for what he wants is that he's believing if I'm nice and agreeable, I don't have to ask that the world will give me what I want and need without me ever having to verbalize it. That is a paradigm that keeps the nice guy stuck, not actually receiving what he wants ever it actually guarantees that he does not get his needs met. So I want to name those blocks because those are what stand between the nice guy and actually getting what you want. Give yourself a minute and name which, if any, or all of these blocks is showing up for me in a really strong way because the more awareness that you have on your pattern, the easier it is to overcome it. If you want to, if you have a desire to. Okay, how to ask for what you want. I need to start with a caveat. If you are unwilling to see your needs as worthy, then these steps are just a moot point. Only you can decide that you're worthy of getting your needs met, worthy of receiving help, worthy of support. It does not have to feel comfortable, but if you're unwilling to validate your own needs, this episode will be irrelevant from this point forward. These steps require a willingness to own what you want and need, period. If you're willing to do so, let us proceed. Okay. Step one, on that point, see your request as valid. See your ask as valid. Validating yourself is the most powerful way out of nice guy syndrome. So to ask for what you want, you have to do it from a place of owning that the thing that you want matters. If you're thinking, as most guys do, that asking for help, specifically asking to have your needs met, is selfish, and if you do, then you'll end up alone, I want to offer a shift in perspective for you. Humans have needs. If you are a human, you have needs, period. Other people want to help meet your needs. Step one is about validating what you want and need, because when you own whatever request you're going to make, you become, get this, more attractive, less needy, and more likely to get what you want and need. If you are squirming thinking about this right now, we're in a good spot. (laughs) If you've already validated what you want, 
and you are ready to start making requests of others, then let's move on to step two. Step two is decide that it's safe to put yourself first. For every nice guy listening, you've likely believed that asking for help puts you at some kind of disadvantage, maybe even risks entire relationships, maybe even risks your social standing as a whole. No one is going to provide the safety for you to ask for what you want. No one's going to come in and tell you it's safe to do this. And then you're just going to feel completely comfortable. You get to decide for yourself that you're willing to be uncomfortable if that's what it takes. It might not, but let's say there's some discomfort here. You're willing to feel that in service of getting your wants and needs met. Real quick, we're going to play a game of truth or dare. And, oh, looks like you got a dare. I dare you to put yourself first. I dare you to put your needs over the needs of others. Step two is that dare. And it requires one decision. Deciding that it is safe to put yourself first, even if you've never done it before. It's simply one decision. Your brain might give you a shitload of resistance about why it's not safe, all of the reasons that things could go awry if you put yourself first. That's likely going to happen. Resistance is a part of having a healthy, functioning human brain, especially if this is new. And if you followed step one and you are validating your wants and needs, choosing that it is safe, knowing that whatever happens, you can figure it out, deciding it is safe to put myself first, no matter what feelings come along with it, That is an ultimate power move. Okay, step three, make the ask. It's as simple as that. Here's where we put the rubber to the road. Quick story about a client who I coached. I coached a guy who started a new position and in the first six months, he felt very unsupported by his leadership team. His nice guy syndrome was showing up in that he was trying to get his wants and needs met through covert contracts by not asking directly. And he was believing that he shouldn't have to ask directly if he raised his hand to take on additional leadership. He was turning in everything at 110%. His belief was that if I'm performing at an excellent level, I should get my wants and needs met. And he wasn't. And so he only actually received the support that he needed when he asked directly. And this is an example of how nice guy syndrome shows up very commonly. When we're talking about step number three, making the ask, I want to give you some examples of how I do this. So in my friendships, here's how I ask for support. Let's say I'm having a tough day and I really want to talk it out with somebody. 
I will text a friend. Hey, do you have 15 minutes? I could use a venting session or, Hey, I'm stuck on something. Could you coach me through it? Or, Hey, I just had a big win. Are you available to celebrate with me? Making a clear, direct ask of what you want sets you up to receive it. Okay. Step four, celebrate yourself. This is a a step that I take very seriously. If you are new to asking for what you want and you are going through these steps and perhaps for the first time or perhaps in a new way, you are putting yourself first every single time you do celebrate it, whether that's cluing in a friend or someone close to you to say, hey, I just did this thing. This really felt like growth. Can you celebrate with me? Or taking yourself out for an activity or food, Bev, that you love. Celebration is a totally underrated way of integrating what we are learning. And so I highly recommend that every single time you put yourself first and you make the ask, you celebrate it intentionally. Try that and tell me if that doesn't anchor in this growth. Okay, so here are the steps once again. Step one, see your request for help as valid. Step two, decide that it's safe to put yourself first. Only you can decide that. Step three, make the ask in a clear and direct way, even if it's shaky. Step four, celebrate your damn self. Celebrate. Okay. Asking for what we want is one of those things that sounds simple, but it's not always easy. And for nice guys, it can be really challenging. I want to invite you to try in the next week, try putting yourself first. Try asking for what you need and want, even if it feels anxiety inducing and simply see what happens. That's it. I'm so glad that you joined No More Mr. Nice Guy today. It is such a treat to be here with you. If you would like to explore coaching with me, I coach men on three things, finding direction, navigating change, and expanding. Expanding includes dropping the nice guy syndrome to step into a reality that you actually want to live in. So if you would like to explore one-to-one coaching with me, I would love to talk to you about it. There is a booking link in the show notes for a free one-hour discovery call with me. I would love to talk to you about where you are right now and where you want to go. So click that link and get on my calendar. And if you want to reach out and say, hey, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Kath Brooks, K-A-T-H-B-R-O-O-K-S. So much fun being with you today. Get out there and ask for what you want. I'm rooting for you.